When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Jake Crumpler. What's up, fellow fantasy managers? Welcome back to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. My name is Jake Crumpler, and it's the weekend, so as always, I'll be taking over for Bubba as the host of the weekend editions of the podcast. You can follow me at Jake Crumpler on Twitter and can find all of my work at CrumplerBaseball.com. Let's dive into everything baseball-related from Saturday, July 8th. We'll start it off, as always, with the transactions, injuries, news, and notes from around the league. We have one IL placement as Dansby Swanson, a shortstop for the Cubs, was placed on the 10-day IL with a bruised left heel. The move is retroactive to Thursday, so Swanson will be eligible to return next Sunday. Nico Horner is expected to shift to short, with Christopher Morrell covering the keystone position, and Miles Mastro-Buoni and Patrick Wisdom taking over at the hot corner. In terms of transactions, outfielder Riley Green was officially activated from the 10-day IL. He started at DH and batted second, and he'll shift to center field once he's ready to hit the grass. In terms of news, tests on starting pitcher prospect Andrew Painter's elbow actually revealed healing after it was reported he was dealing with discomfort. He'll stop throwing for a while, but the team is definitely relieved it's nothing serious. Elsewhere, x-rays were negative on Bryce Harper's elbow after he left Saturday's game following a hit-by-pitch. And lastly, starting pitcher Drew Rasmussen will unfortunately undergo an internal brace procedure and will miss the rest of the season and half of 2024. Now, before we look at the notable performances from Saturday, we've got a quick word from Underdog Fantasy. Have you checked out Underdog Fantasy? Well, it's time to step up to the plate and show off your baseball knowledge and fantasy skills. Check out Underdog Fantasy's seventh-inning stretch tournament from now through July 14th where you can build your dream team and compete against your friends for the $150,000 in total prizes. The best part? Once you draft your team, you're all set. No need to worry about waivers, substitutions, or trades during the tournament. And don't worry about setting your lineups each week. Underdog will automatically select your highest scoring players for you. The seventh inning stretch has four thrilling rounds, each with its own player groups, from the 12-person groups in round one to the intense 134-person final group in round four. The competition keeps getting more intense the farther you go. And with our code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, all caps, you'll receive a 100% deposit match up to $100, and it's only $7 to enter the tournament. Just check the description of this episode for the sign-up link, and make sure you use the promo code PITCHERLIST when you sign up. Mark your calendars, the tournament starts right after the MLB All-Star break, so get ready to slide into the action. So what are you waiting for? Visit the link in the episode description, use promo code PITCHERLIST, and receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Join us in the seventh inning stretch tournament and experience the thrill of fantasy baseball like never before on underdog good luck and may the best team win you must be 18 years or older 19 or older in alabama and nebraska 21 or older in massachusetts and arizona and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates terms apply concern with your play call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org in arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in new york call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY and in tennessee call 1-800-889-9789 now we'll look at the notable performances from saturday a day in which we had a full slate of 15 games we'll start 
started off with our hitters leading off with Giancarlo Stanton as he went two for three with a pair of home runs. He scored three times and knocked in three runs. He also added on a walk for good measure. He's up to nine home runs on the year now. His second home run was sort of a Yankee Stadium special, traveling just 322 feet with a 91.3 mile per hour exit velocity, but he made up for it with his first home run, which traveled 447 feet with a 118.1 mile per hour exit velocity, which was the furthest and hardest hit ball on Saturday. 2023 has been by far the worst year of Stanton's career. He's dealt with injuries and has been unable to put it together when on the field. If he maintained his current pace, this would be his first season with a WRC plus below 118. And as of now, he's worse than 15% below league average in that category. A longtime StatCast standout, Stanton still has all of the appealing batted ball metrics he once did, which suggests that he hasn't forgotten how to hit despite struggling so much this year. A little batted ball luck will go a long way in reviving Stanton's sub-210 batting average, and he should continue to hit for power throughout the summer. We could see an exciting second-half long ball barrage from the Bronx Bomber, but Stanton's performance hangs on his ability to stay on the field. Jaron Duran had a big game versus the A's as he helped the Red Sox to a win, going 3-for-5, scoring three times, hitting a double and, and knocking in three runs while adding a home run and a stolen base to get the combo meal. His home run was the first of his career off of a southpaw. The Red Sox need to stop sitting him against lefties. Duran is quietly having an incredible season that should be more celebrated. After Saturday's combo meal, he's up to five home runs and 17 stolen bases. His 319 average is in the top five among players with at least 240 played appearances, and his 885 OPS is in the top 15 among that same group. This is the breakout we've all been waiting for. Duran likely won't be able to keep up this pace, though, as he's currently sporting an unprecedented 428 BABIP and is significantly outperforming his expected stat cast metrics so this might be an ideal time to sell high on Duran as you've already banked a great first half and can get out from under him before the all-star break inevitably cools him off. Josh Young did all he could for the Rangers, but they still went home with the loss in Washington. He went two for four with a pair of home runs, knocking in three runs and scoring twice. Both of his home runs had exit velocities of at least 102 miles per hour, and Young is having an incredible rookie campaign that will garner him plenty of rookie of the year votes and has already netted him an all-star game selection. He currently paces all rookies with his 93 hits, 19 home runs, and 56 RBI, and Young's batted ball metrics completely back up everything he's done thus far but I only have one nitpick. His plate discipline metrics are pretty awful. Young is in the bottom 15 among qualifiers in walk to strikeout ratio as he's walking just more than 6% of the time while striking out in more than 28% of his plate appearances. Obviously that aggressiveness hasn't hurt him yet, but it does leave an area for improvement, which is honestly a little scary given how good Young has been this year. And lastly, Willie Adamas hit two home runs of his own, going two for five, scoring twice and knocking in three runs. He's up to 16 home runs on the year and Adamas might be in the mid of turning his season around. Through the 4th of July, he was batting just 207 with an 81 WRC+. Not good, but in his past four games, Adamas has gone deep four times and has already boosted his average six points. We've seen in the past what the man can do when on a hot streak in the second half, and as one of the league's most egregious expected metrics under performers, Adamas is bound for some much-needed regression. You can also point to his plate discipline metrics as a noted area of improvement that hasn't resulted in any success on the field. Adamas is striking out at the lowest rate of his career 
here and walking at the second highest rate. I expect the shortstop to have a monster second half. But if you'd like a breakdown of the notable hitting performances from Saturday, check out the Daily Batters Box article over on PitcherList.com. Now we'll head to the mound and look at the notable starting pitching performances from Saturday. Matt Manning was the most notable as he no-hit the Blue Jays alongside Jason Foley and Alex Lang. They all teamed up to throw the first combined no-hitter of 2020 and just the second of the year following Domingo Herman's perfect game. Manning tossed six and two-thirds innings, allowing no hits and no one runs. He walked just three and struck out five batters. He had just five whiffs with a 31% CSW, and he clearly got very lucky on balls in play with just five swing and misses, four of which came on his slider alone. The accomplishment stands regardless, and it was great to see Manning achieve success after facing so much adversity to start his career. The right-hander recently just returned from a two-and-a-half-month stay on the IL and hasn't exactly lit the world on fire in his career. It will be pertinent for Manning to incorporate more swing and miss in his game because he's at risk of being just a Toby and likely won't have this much luck out in balls in play going forward. After the All-Star break, he'll either get the Mariners or the Royals, neither of which are too dangerous of matchups. Blake Snell went off versus the Mets as he earned the win, tossing six scoreless innings, allowing just one hit and three walks while striking out 11. He racked up 17 whiffs with a 36% CSW on 105 pitches, and his changeup continued to be an unlikely weapon, inducing seven whiffs and going for 42% CSW, and Snell is on a legendary hot streak right now. Across his last nine starts, the Southpaw has pitched to a 0.68 ERA in 53 innings while striking out more than 40% of the batters he's faced. During that span, Snell's had five double-digit strikeout outings, including Saturday. At this rate, he'll be one of the top candidates for the NL Cy Young Award and will set himself up for a massive payday this offseason. Snell will take on the reigning National League champion Phillies in his first outing after the All-Star break. Gavin Williams earned the win versus the Royals on Saturday, tossing five and two-thirds innings, allowing eight hits with three earned runs with one walk while striking out seven. He induced 20 whiffs with a 36% CSW across 94 pitches and this win was the first of his career and he also set a career high with those 20 whiffs. The 23-year-old right-hander has failed to look completely comfortable in any of his starts yet, but his stuff is undeniable. His fastball was unhittable on Saturday, inducing a whopping 14 whiffs with 40% CSW, while the slider did its job as well, going for 45% CSW. The Guardians somehow continue to turn out impressive Major League Ready starters constantly. Williams will be an integral piece of the Guardians' hunt for the postseason and he'll likely take on the dangerous Rangers after the All-Star break. And lastly, Spencer Strider did it again. He earned the win, tossing six and a third scoreless innings, allowing just four hits and a walk while striking out 11. He induced 25 whiffs with a 40% CSW to earn the golden goal. 25 whiffs were the most whiffs on the day, and the 40% CSW was the highest CSW rate. The fastball-slider combo did its thing. The heater racked up 12 whiffs with a 38% CSW, while the slider induced 11 whiffs to go with a 45% CSW. He'll enter the All-Star break tied for the MLB lead with 11 wins while maintaining a sizable gap on the strikeouts leaderboard with 166 punch outs thus far. According to ESPN stats and info, Strider became just the second player since 1993 to strike out 160 batters and allow 80 or fewer hits entering the all-star break. I'll give you a second to guess, but the other one was 
Max Scherzer in 2017, who went on to win the National League Cy Young Award that year. Strider will take on the White Sox to kick off the second half. But if you'd like a breakdown of every single start from Saturday, give the Plus Pitch Podcast a listen and check out Nick's daily starting pitcher roundup over on PitcherList.com. Now we'll head to the bullpen and look at the relievers that got saves and the closers that pitched outside of save situations or blew their saves. Starting off with the saves guys, Alex Lang earned save number 13 as he closed out the no-hitter. Ryan Presley got save number 20. AJ Puck number 15 as he bounced back. Alexis Diaz earned save number 26 to tie for the MLB lead with Camilo Duvall who also got save number 26 and Jordan Hicks completed the shutout for the Cardinals with his seventh save and lastly Josh Hader earned save number 21. In terms of closers to pitch outside of save situations or blow their saves Emmanuel Classe pitched the ninth with a four-run lead because the offense added on three runs while he was warming up. Carlos Estevez pitched the eighth down by five in a maintenance outing. Scott McGuff pitched the ninth in a tie game and earned his first win despite allowing the zombie runner to score because David Bednar pitched a clean ninth in a tie game but then blew a lead in the tenth and was tagged with his first loss and lastly Evan Phillips needed just three pitches to get the final out with a five-run lead after Brian Hudson struggled to finish off the win. But if you'd like a breakdown of the notable relief pitching performances from Saturday, check out the Daily Reliever Ranks article over on PitcherList.com. And before we look forward to today's games, we're going to take a quick break. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Now we'll look forward to Sunday, July 9th, the last day before the All-Star break and the day of the MLB draft. We'll have just 14 games. My matchup of the day is Aaron Nola versus Jesus Luzardo, an interdivision matchup. We got two aces going head-to-head, and that should be fun to watch. In terms of probable starters, we've got 10 guys in the auto-start tier, including both Nola and Luzardo. We've also got Joe Ryan versus the Orioles and Max Scherzer squaring off against Joe Musgrove in San Diego. Our probably start tier has three pitchers and our questionable starts tier has six and that's where we'll find our streamer of the day in jp sears in boston if his fastball is doing work he should have success in boston but that lineup is pretty hot right now i'd also keep an eye out for Tarek scubel versus the blue jays who just got no hit by the tigers and Tarek scubel was incredible in his season debut he'll just be on a pitch limit so he won't be going super deep in this one in terms of hitter suggestions i would look for guardians hitters versus ryan yarbrough and his return from the il white Sox hitters 
Pirates versus Steven Matz, who is winless this year, and Pirates hitters versus Zach Davies and his 6.52 ERA. And now we'll close things out with the relievers to watch. Emmanuel Classe has pitched on back-to-back days, so he could turn things over to Trevor Steffen in the ninth today. And lastly, AJ Puck has pitched on consecutive days and in three of the past four, but so has setup man Tanner Scott, so expect Dylan Floro to act as the temporary closer on Sunday. But that'll do it for today's episode of the First Pitch Podcast. Make sure to head on over to PitcherList.com to check out all of the great articles and features we have on the site, including fantastic player pages and daily DFS suggestions. Join PL Pro to gain access to the Discord to interact with PitcherList staff and members of the community, as well as to utilize the in-season tools to help you win your leagues. That'll wrap up this edition of the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Jake Crumpler. Tune in tomorrow and every day for a new installment of the podcast. Bubba will be back with you on Monday and throughout the week, and make sure to enjoy the day as we are blessed with another day of baseball. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.